You are now listening to the Uncool Urban Podcast. Yeah, yeah, y'all already know what it is. It's your boy Smiles, a.k.a. the hip-hop Adam Schefter. I'm going to just keep it to one, a.k.a. today. Uh, we got another special episode for my Smile Spotlight series coming up. I, re- I wanted to try to get it done before Mother's Day, but, you know, uh, time-wise, we couldn't, we couldn't work it out, but we got it going on. I got a special episode for y'all. I got my mom on the episode, so say hello to the folks, Mother. Hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I thought it'd be cool, you know, to, to get you on, uh, just to talk for a, a few minutes, you know, let the folks get to know know you and, you know, maybe hear like an, an embarrassing story or two uh, about me <laughs> or whatever while we at it. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'm ready whenever you are. Right. Embarrassing moments. I, I, I think like, you have had a few. Uh, yes, I was like, I was like, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to want to say. Um, um, well, I actually, because I was actually telling Dennis ahead of time, I wanted to start it off by actually giving you news from a story that you you you'd probably be shocked about. Uh, you know, a story of you that I was shocked about? That that you would be shocked about. Oh, yeah. So uh, the embarrassing story, or well, not embarrassing, but like a story that you were there for, but you didn't know the whole truth to it. Do you remember the Target Pokemon card story? Target Pokemon. It was me. It was okay. me, you, like Tiffany, thing like Aunt Mikey. Oh, you mean when the guy was following you around? Yeah. Yeah. So, because uh, I was telling them ahead of time, I was like, I was like, yeah. So, through and through, I'm like, I really did take some cards. It's just I, I got rid of them by the time we got up to the front. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, that that was rather. Uh, well, the the thing was is I, I I worked there before, so I know how they would just kind of follow certain people or certain races. Yeah. So that was my. That was my thing, uh, and then not only that, he actually uh, trailed us. Appreciate it, you too. Um, so he actually followed us from the time we walked in to the time we left. But the thing was, I asked him, did he see anything? That's the problem was, and he said he did not. So um, I asked him, how would he feel if uh, if someone did that to him? So. Um, I guess the most embarrassing thing was I followed him uh, throughout the store myself <laughs> and followed uh, and followed him not just out, out in the store but I followed him outside the store. So <laughs> yeah, uh, that that was a bit much. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I was I was like the point was that they couldn't prove anything. Yeah. Cause I was like, cause I remember I, I went and got the Pokemon cards, and then when I saw that someone was following me, I went to the restroom and got rid of the cards, and then went and kept. Ca- ah. So by the time I caught back up with y'all, I didn't have the cards on me because I was like, oh, someone was following me, so <laughs> I'm not about to get caught. Oh, okay. See, yeah, that's something that I did not know. <laughs> but uh, like I said, uh, um, I worked there before, so. Uh, I worked there before, so um, I, I pretty much knew their routine is when certain people come in the store, they automatically come out and then they just follow you around the store just to, you know, harass you or try to deter you from doing anything. 
So now we know the truth about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like no, I'm going to finally let my mom, because it actually came from, uh, I was talking to one of my coworkers at the uh, radio station, and he was talking about uh, how his daughter told him something uh, from when she was little. I was like, oh, I got something similar like that. I was like, with my mom. He was like, he was like, this is before Mother's Day. He was like, he was like, you know what? He was like, for 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 Mother's Day, he was like, you should tell your mom the truth about that. I was like, no, nope, <laughs> probably never gonna tell her. He was like, no, for wow. real. <laughs> he, he was well, like, I mean, that that was how many years ago? Yeah, I was like, uh, I think I was, was I middle school, maybe high school. I think it was middle school. Middle school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I, I felt that way before too, but not not with my mom. Uh, you know, with my with my god mom. So I had to confess to her uh, about some things uh, <laughs> after I <laughs> was grown. So yeah, it wasn't nothing serious, but I did let her know what I, what happened. So yeah, I, I understand that because regardless of whether uh, whether we ever tell it, uh, we still feel a little conviction about it so <laughs> oh yeah that's understandable but now now uh, uh hello hello can you hear me hello Yes, I'm here. Oh, okay. I don't know if you can hear me or not. Uh, uh, I guess uh, other question. Uh, can you tell me what, uh, or tell the listeners what it was like growing up in Akron, Ohio, doing like the '60s and '70s? Oh well, um, '60s. I was that was those were my early years. Yeah. So, but um, that and that was it was it was all right. You know, when you're a child, uh, you just really do um, childish things. You know, uh, the difference between now and uh, when I was growing up, we stayed outside a lot. We did a lot of things and had fun outside, and uh, we were creative. But now the kids today, uh, they're more into um, playing on the tablets and the cell phones and things like that. So they don't really come outside and enjoy uh, nature like we like we did. So then I did a lot of. Uh, 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 nature adventures, uh, you know, throughout Akron. And then, uh, of course, we still had a lot of prejudice um, going on at that particular time. So um, I, I have uh, encountered uh, a few uh, prejudice moments in my lifetime uh, as a child, uh, you know, from Caucasians and what have you. So, yeah, uh, yeah you know, still, and, you know, much like it is today, is and regardless of whether we want to believe it or not, it's still happening. Mm-hmm. So, and I and I see that it's just not as prevalent uh, outside of the White House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, that kind of is a kind of a a, a good transition because um, I tell people all the time, like uh, you went to the Navy where you, where you met my father. I guess what went into your decision to, to go into the Navy, and what was that like? <laughs> Um, well, after I left Akron, I left Akron in 76, and then I lived in Los Angeles for about eight years, and then, uh, um, it was just something I, I had the urge to do something different, um, so I, I, I joined Navy, um, just to see a, a different scenery, just leaving Akron to, to Los Angeles, um, 
have given me um, a different perspective on life and the people in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in, here in Akron, you're, you're limited to um, different cultures. So once I moved to Los Angeles, I was exposed to many cultures, you know, Japanese, Chinese, uh, not just the black and the white, you know, some um, uh, overly uh, black areas uh, where it was just primarily all black, where I never grew up in that that type of neighborhood. Um, I grew up in a neighborhood where there was a mixed culture, at least black and white. So, but in Los Angeles, you have um, certain areas where it's just primarily all black. So it, it was just my mind to explore more. That's when I joined the, uh, the Navy. So, but and that was that was another experience. So uh, I met your dad in in Hawaii, uh, and I was in a, a, a different season in my life. So uh, when I met him. Um, Boy, I don't know if I really want to go into all of that. As but I when I met when I met your dad, um, um, I was living off post, and then I was visiting some friends um, that live on post, and he just so happened to be uh, a friend because they met on on the ship, and uh, and he was there, and uh, my 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 roommate and I and some other people they were there just 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 wishing them. Um, back um, because they had been on deployment. So we went there to just say, hey, we're glad you're back or whatever. So, you know, partying a little bit yeah. with our own people. You know how that goes. So and I met your dad and uh, then there was you. <laughs> <laughs> then there was me. And then uh, a child was born. <laughs> right, yeah. But I mean, there, there were uh, I don't know if I really want to go into that, but prior to me meeting your dad, uh, um, God spoke to me and told me it was time for me to have a family. Well, I didn't know how this was going to come about. Yeah. So, um, and I remember in uh, January of uh, 1988, uh, I had a vision and he gave me a vision of your face and and he gave me your name. That's why I named you Joshua because he, he told me the name Joshua. Hey, Joshua in the Battle of Jericho. Hey. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Not only that, he was a warrior, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a lot to him because Joshua was the one that took over uh, Moses died. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's more to it. So, but yeah, he gave me your name. So <laughs> that's where that comes from. Okay. Uh, well, also, I guess I'll we'll, uh, go to, uh, do you do you have any memorable moments of me as growing up, either funny, bad, good, or whatever, or any, any moments you can think of? Well, um, you weren't really a, a bad kid. You you were very studious, um, like I was uh, in growing up. I, you know, uh, I did a lot of reading, but I did a lot of exploring, too. Um, I was just one that... When I came home from school, I would do my homework and study. And then uh, uh, in the era when you, when you were born uh, and when you were growing up, things started to change. Um, there, were, there was more uh, crime going on. Uh, it wasn't as, um, uh, you know, we believe that uh, it takes a village. It takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. But in, in, in your day, uh, people started becoming more 
separate and uh, individualistic. individualistic. Yeah. yeah. And individualistic. So, uh, um, you know, people were growing out, not to mention that people were more uh, distant from the church. So um, that was that that was a different era. But you just one that would listen, you know, you were an, an obedient child. But I do remember uh the last time I think I ever had to discipline you, you were probably about, uh, you were in the, probably the kindergarten, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you were about five or six years old. And uh, and uh, I, I used to have a tail in the back of your head. Oh, I remember that because I cut, I cut it off. Right, yeah. I remember so that. You decided you would play with some scissors and you cut it off. And that, that was probably, in fact, I know that was the last time you ever had a whooping, so. Uh, it wasn't that bad, but you didn't do anything <laughs> that you weren't supposed to do either. Yeah, but, that, I remember yeah. that. I was like, okay, if I can go back, I would tell my, don't cut that ponytail. <laughs> you never right, know how long yeah. it could have been now. <laughs> right, exactly. So, And that was the purpose. Yeah. Uh, just to see how long it would take, um, you know, to grow longer and down your back. Yeah. But, uh, of course, that never came to fruition. <laughs> so I just uh, decided to keep your hair cut off since then. But other than that, you were basically a good kid. You did did well in school and um, was studious, and you 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 know you like staying uh, in the library. But one thing I can say that um, uh, you were so studious in reading books and things like that. I wish I had the time to teach you some other things. I I learned a lot of things growing up with just my mom. Um, I'm talking about um, stuff like. Uh, cars and doing things around the house and i remember yeah. uh, you had a <laughs> you had a flat tire <laughs> so uh and, and that's one of the things we did we did all of that uh ourselves you know us as the kids and uh and you you had to go to the library and get a book <laughs> to uh, uh to learn how to change <laughs> it was funny you know it, yeah. you just have to be there but it seemed like to me it was a thing you you had to uh, read a book in order to do it. So, yeah, yeah. Now that that was pretty funny for me. So um, yeah, and, but, but that, there is nothing wrong with that. Uh, the thing is that some people have more books as, and other people are more physical. So yeah. Um, let's see, what else did I want to talk about? Um, um, oh, I guess because. Uh, Kind of just uh, kind of slowly wrap it up because uh, uh, I tell people like you, you've you've had a a transition in your life where you you've become like really more deep into the uh, church and studying. You're going to school um, to get your yeah. degree and all that. I guess if you want to uh, light lightweight uh, speak on like uh, what's that been like and 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 all that. Oh well, uh, <laughs> uh, it is. But uh, when I think about it, like I mentioned to you how uh, he said when it was time for me to have a family, uh, he let me know that. And then, uh, of course, uh, after I got out of the Navy, uh, you and I moved back to Akron. Um, primarily, I just really wanted to you to get a chance to uh, know my parents, know who your grandparents were. And um, uh, my life has gone in another direction because... Uh, because employment and different things like that. So I took a drastic turn uh, for the worst. 
Um, I can say, I mean, it wasn't all bad, but it was it, it was not where what I was used to. But uh, now that I look at it, when I look back over my life, um, on everything that I went through w- was a test to uh, to see if I would still uh, honor God and 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 uh, and keep Him a part of my life and having a relationship with Him. And um, but regardless of how my life turned. Um, um, one thing I always did was um, I always prayed. You remember that when yeah. we used to have prayer every evening? Yeah. You know, we just pray for uh, certain people and, you know, different things like that. So I always um, made sure that you guys knew who God, who God was and, and um, you know, make sure you went to church and things like that. So, uh, yeah, what was, it was it? The, just, the, the green bus was it? Was it Rhymer Road? Rhymer Road, yep. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was rhyme and roll. So even if I didn't go, I sent you guys. Yeah. So, um, but my thing was that was the way I was raised. I was raised in the church, and my mom used to have prayer meetings. I remember when I was about two or three, she used to have prayer meetings in the house. But uh, it just came a period of time in my life, and then. He knows everything about your life, and regardless of whether we want to admit it or whether we see it or not, he knows everything, every move that we're going to make in life. So after he sent me um, to do something else, uh, uh, it came to the point where um, uh, me being in the world, uh, I just got tired of it. So then I just like I just began to ask, "What is it that you want me to do?" What is my purpose? Why am I here? And I started asking that question more. And I started uh, reading the Bible more um, and, and studying more so I can get some clarity on how to live in the world. Uh, and as it turned out, he called me. Um, but in, the more that I read now, the more that I study right now, um, um, I know now that um, if God is in control of all things. He says that in, in Jeremiah 29, 11, he said that I knew you already. He said, I know you. He said, I got a purpose for you, not to harm you, mm-hmm. uh, but to grow you and, and, and to give you hope. And he said, to give you life and give you an expected end, right? So mm-hmm. he already knew us. This I was explained in the book of Jeremiah. He knows us already. I found out uh, even Jesus Christ in the book of John, he said that um, in order for us to come to the Father, you know, God, he said he has to draw you. And I, I remember feeling that draw. I felt this pull. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't really understand what it was, but um, uh, I knew it was going to be something spectacular i just had a feeling it's a feeling where he actually really just draw you back to him mm-hmm. so to kind of wrap it up i tell everybody all the time how i basically got my love of sports from you because you're a cleveland browns fans Cavs fan indians fan i guess uh what what what, what inspired your, your 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 love of of all these sports or like Cleveland sports. Cause you know, Cleveland sports kind of struggles. And I guess, what are you looking forward to this year with like the Browns and the Cavs and stuff? Okay. Well, actually, um, I, I always have sports because, um, well, I was always competitive when it came to sports and I like to run and growing up, like I said, we stayed outside a lot. So we played, um, Softball, hardball, you name it, we did it. Yeah. 
know, and that and that uh, became uh, just a hobby of mine. Um, but actually, um, uh, running uh, and jogging was really, uh, my main thing. But I would use that as a, um, a stress relief, uh, just to gather my thoughts. That would give me uh, time, opportunity, uh, uh, really, just to commune with God. Um, you know, to be honest, and then, uh, but I think your your love of sports probably came from your dad. Uh, I know I like to watch sports, and uh, I'm into sports uh, because I know how to play. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, he was really into sports more than what I what I was. So that that was our thing, and we would um, actually. So I would thank you. So we would actually. Um, you know, watch the, the playoffs and things like that together. So that uh, allowed us opportunity to um, to communicate that way, also. So, but and then he he started to run and different things like that too. But um, my love for sports was just something that was in me. Mm-hmm. Um, so just paying attention and watching the games and different things like that. Uh, um, that's where most of that came about. But I wasn't just a Cleveland fan. Um, when I lived in Los Angeles, I was uh, a Laker fan. Hey. <laughs> At least up to the point where Magic left. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was my era, and that's when I lived when I lived in Los Angeles. Uh, Magic, I used to um, manage a car wash too, and oh. Magic used to come in there all the time. He's a nice guy, you know, very polite and mannerable, and uh, uh, he used to come in the car wash all the time. So. Of course, I was really um, um, a Laker fan, but I always did uh, keep up with, uh, you know, the Cavaliers and, uh, and the Browns. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's what that came about. But your dad was really a sports fan. Uh, like, he remembers names and all that kind of stuff where I don't remember who I like. <laughs> 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 that, that, that's, oh, that actually kind of me too because people like me and my friends they will be talking like sports and stuff and I'm like oh I don't know like if I didn't see it I don't know it's like it's only certain players like I'm like oh, okay I remember that but they'll be like oh yeah this person was on this team and this team and that team and I'm like I don't know nothing I was like if it wasn't the teams I watched or the players I cared about I don't know right. anything at exactly. all for the team, the teams that I really liked um, I knew who they were and then when they would get um when they would go and get um, uh, transferred to another team or something like that, I kind of just um, lost contact with them. But every now and then, if I like them well enough, like I always watch LeBron, it doesn't make a difference what team you play on. Mm. And besides that, he's from Akron. So yeah. I try to keep up, uh, keep, uh, keep abreast of all of that. Yeah, that's cool. Well, what, do, what do you think about the, the Lakers and the Cavs for next year? What, what do you see see for them next year? Uh, the Lakers or the Cavs? Either or, or both. Okay, well, um, the Cavaliers, um, I, you know, I, I really like to see the Cavaliers uh, branch out more. Uh, I know they're going through a, a big transition right now, too. So um, the thing is, is uh, they have a younger team, and it depends on how good their coach is. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, um, Tristan, Tristan Thomas, you know, Tristan Thomas just, in my opinion, 
he just had a name that became about because of LeBron. You mm-hmm. know, they paid him. He held out until they, he got all that money. And then, you know, he's still a little bit uh, timid to me, you ask me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some people are better with other people. He's one of those type people. Yep. That's how yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but now that we have uh, some younger players, now that we have some younger players, uh, I just uh, hope that they get in the groove. Now, I can't think of that guy's name. Uh, he's, and he's a guard, but he's good. JR? Um, no, not oh. JR. JRO. <laughs> JRO. <old. laughs> yeah. That he from Alabama? Yeah, the, with the hair. Oh, yeah, what's his name? Oh, um, the new one. Um, I forgot what his name is. The new, the new young guy. But I know. You, yeah. Right. Yeah. Now he's good. As a matter of fact, and you know, he was one of those one, especially as a rookie, and he and he would play uh, all four all four quarters. You know, the whole game. Uh, and that's how much stamina he has, and uh, that. But all that comes from uh, his desire, also. So, but yeah. Oh, know, Colin it, Sexton. It, it, that's him. Yeah. Sexton. Yeah. yeah, that's the guy. Now him. Uh, now he he would be great, and I think also that he would be he would make a good leader. I've never him lose his composure any of that. Mm-hmm. So you know he would make a great leader also for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> well, I appreciate you getting on the line with me and. Uh, Talk, talking some stuff with sports and your upbringing and all that. Um, uh, any plans for the day? Oh, okay. Yeah, um, well, right. Yeah, once I get back to the house, I have, um, I do have a PowerPoint to put together, but I primarily know what it is. It's about, it's about the, um, the origin, uh, um, you know, how the world came about. So, but I pretty much know what I'm, what I'm going to say, uh, it's just a matter of doing some research, uh, um, um, where I, at least that way I can I can back up what I say. All right, cool. uh, but yeah. Well, I appreciate uh, it, Mom. I, I have it in by midnight. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now let me have that. Yeah. Okay, Josh. Um, I appreciate you calling me. I appreciate you taking the call. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I'll talk to you later. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thanks. And uh, hey, I'm praying for you guys too to keep you guys out of the way of that storm. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Love you. All right. Love you too. Bye. Mm-hmm. God bless y'all. Yep. Appreciate love. God Bye bless now. you too. All right. Mm-hmm.